0: Hi, you're listening to You're Like Really Pretty, a podcast for the girls, gays, and bays that love pop culture, reality TV, and a juicy political scandal. I'm your host, Kayla. Oh my god, guys. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. I know that I've been super inconsistent, and I gotta tell you, things were a little shaky for me um i just got very overwhelmed i have a lot of responsibilities in life and unfortunately the podcast is something that um when it comes to putting things on the back burner i have to put the podcast on the back burner um i just had i was just very very busy the last couple weeks i had birthday parties, baby showers. Um, I have, uh, a position that I do for my husband's command. Um, and I had to coordinate stuff for that. And I just have been a busy, busy bee and I got burnout and I just, um, just needed a break from stuff. And so, uh, I'm, I'm, Cannot promise you that there won't be inconsistencies with my posting schedule. There just probably always will be because I am a busy person and I do this for fun. And um, I would love to be somebody who like can juggle everything perfectly, but it's only me and I can't do that. So There might be times where I take a few weeks off and then I come back, um, and it's going to take me forever to finish this series. Today, I am not doing, as you can tell by the title, not doing a supermodel. I just wanted to come on here, chat, talk about some hot topics, yell at my pups for running around. You know, same old, same old. Um, But I am trying my hardest. I truly am. And if you know me in real life, you know that I do a lot of shit. Um, and thankfully I have a great support system around me. I have, uh, really great friends and I have a really awesome therapist and I have my mom and I have a lot of people who care and love about, love me. And so, um, thankfully I have support, but I know that when I hit a certain point, I have to, choose myself and take a break and so where I can take a break is where I take a break um and I have been trying to take a break and just like have fun and relax um and like go out with my friends and stuff and that's what I've been doing so so I've had a lot of crazy life changes um in the last few weeks a lot of exciting things and uh I'm just really looking forward to life um I'm feeling a little down. Um, Just a lot of shit going on in the world and in my life. And I just, the thing is, I really try to be a compassionate person in life. I try to lead with empathy. I try to lead with kindness. Um, I am a brat, and I'll be the first one to tell you that. Uh, but I think generally, I'm a I'm a pretty okay person. I think I do. I think people would say they like me, that they know me. You know, there's a few outliers, like my nemesis. I do have a nemesis, and I'm sure she has some choice words about me. But um I've recently learned a lesson and it's that that kindness um, it's I never want it to go away I never want to be somebody who's jaded by the world uh, I don't like that and I've had a lot of things happen to me in my life and I still maintain that people are inherently good. Um, but I think that I show too much of myself with people sometimes and I'm too open and I've always been that way. I'm just an open book. I'm somebody who, um, you can ask me anything and I will tell you, um, you know what my emotions are. Um, like there's no playing games with me. Uh, you, you know exactly where you stand with me. Um, And there's just been a few instances in the last couple weeks where I've showed a part of myself and I got judgment. And it really made me spiral um, because I don't judge people. And I really like people. And I I like that people are complex and I like that people... Are multifaceted and I like the different stories I just I somebody who really likes humans and um, I forget not everybody is as open as I am and I forget that not everybody is um, going to lead with kindness and so I I kind of had a semi-spiral where I felt a lot of judgment um, from people and people who were close to me and it I just really struggled with it and it really hurt. Um, and then I had an incident that I'm not gonna get too much into, but basically, somebody from my past really like manipulated me and um I, on one hand, feel very stupid for falling for it. Uh, and then on the other hand, I, I recognize that this person, this is who they are. And this is what they were banking on was me being kind. But I just can't help but to shake that, fuck man, you're 30 years old, you're 30 years old and you're still getting manipulated by people. It, it's tough. It's tough just existing and trying to get through life. And so I feel like I'm in a little bit of a, um, a little bit of a rut. And I also miss my husband. He's been gone for a while and that's never easy. Um, and, you know, I had to mow that fucking lawn again and cursed his name the entire time I was doing it. But I just, if you're somebody who's also going through it, I feel you, I recognize it, I see you, um, and we'll get through this. And I do feel, you know, overall in my life, I feel so happy and so blessed and amazing. And, but it's just hard when you have those times where things are feeling a bit too much and you can't seem to get a grip on them. And I'm trying to get a grip on them. Um, I, (sighs) recharged my crystals. Um, it's not a full moon, but I did read that if you put your crystals in salt water for an hour or for eight hours plus, um, you can recharge those puppies. Um, I'm going to try to meditate tonight. Um, I'm, I have, I had a therapy session last week. I'm having another therapy session tomorrow morning. Uh, I'm trying. I really am. It's just like, it, things are just really tough right now. And, um, yeah. So if you're, if you're going through it, uh, we're going to make it out. You know, we're resilient. Humans are resilient and we just got to keep pushing. You just got to keep getting back up and trying. That's the most important part. But despite how, um, you know, kind of fragile I feel with my emotions right now. I have been having tons of fun. Uh and I am just so excited about like where my life is going. Um so it was my friend Tay's birthday and we had we kind of like went crazy for her birthday. Um we went out Friday night um to my favorite bar in town well I have two favorite bars and I think I've yeah I've definitely talked about one of the bars which is just like a divey dive (laughs) but the first bar um it's fun and like I have a new obsession and I don't think anybody's like I don't think anybody in my friend group is like as into it as I am so I need to find people who are as into it as I am but I love going to watch karaoke like But specifically at this bar, because the vibes are so good with karaoke there. Like the vibes at this bar are never bad. They're just really consistently good, um, at least for me. And so we went out and we were hanging out and there were like, like there was one set of people that were like Navy guys from some boat that's passing through. And then there was another set that were like contractor Navy people. I don't know. Um, And so they all bought us drinks and we were just having fun and singing karaoke. um, And I finally wasn't a poodle and sing some karaoke the last few times, but I won't do it by myself. I need like one of my friends with me and my friend Angela. She she will do it by herself and she's always down to do a little karaoke. So we went out that Friday and then I mean, we were out all night, all night Um and then the next day we went to the lake um there's this lake local to us and Angela has everything like she like every kind of scenario she has something for it like I think there's only been one time and it was for this we were like do you have a like portable like barbecue and she's like I don't that's the only time she's never not had anything you guys can you stop stop it do you hear it they're already you guys knock it off they're already starting um hold on let me scream at them um but she had a million one floaties we she bought so many drinks we had hot dogs and um tay made some sort of meat situation that smelled good um and then we went and like floated on the lake and it was just like we were playing music it was just wholesome fun it was I had so much fun and um and then we should have just called it a day after that but we went to this so the county we live in is there ain't there ain't much out here okay I mean there's a lot more than some places but um it's slim pickings sometimes and there's only like one like club per se and so we went there and we were just so tired like we had a long night the night before we were on the lake all day and then we went out to this club which was fun but it was just so packed and it was just like it was just a lot like (laughs) we were just tired and it like the weekend I was so exhausted um but we really like went all out for her birthday. And I really hope that she uh, she like felt loved and wrapped in love and stuff, because that was like my goal for her was just like, hey, these are people who really, really love you. And I hope you feel that. Um And so that was really fun. And then uh, we that was two weekends ago. And then this past weekend, we went to um a baseball game there is a minor league team called the Rainiers and i hadn't been to a Rainier game in probably like 20 years i hadn't been to a baseball game in 20 years i don't know anything about baseball i know that they hit the ball and then they go around the thingy and then home run i that's it that's the extent of it and so we were like not paying attention pretty much the whole game except for like the last little bit um could not tell you I think it's called an inning maybe the last like two innings I don't know but I was like when are they gonna hit the ball <laughs> like I was so confused I was confused on like I I I, I need a watch next time we go to it and it was fun I had so much fun um but the next time we go to a game I need to like watch like a YouTube video so like I understand what's going on But um, I overdressed for this baseball game. Truly, I did not see one person that was dressed the way I was dressed. Um, None of my friends were dressed the way I was dressed. They were dressed like correctly. Um, I wore platform heels because the outfit I had on called for it. It was cute. I looked adorable. But um, don't wear platform heels at a baseball game. It's stupid. I don't know why I made that decision. I thought I'd be fine. Um, I wasn't. And my feet have blisters on them still. And they hurt very badly. So don't make the mistake I made. Um, we're going to go to a Mariners game. I really, really want to go to one. Um, they're going to have, uh, so Pride's next month. And um, one of the days, and I think I'm going to go. and I might end up having to go by myself. But they're having like the Pride game. And they're going to have like pride fireworks at um, Safeco. Or I guess it's called T-Mobile Park. No, it's called Safeco. Okay, I've already ranted about this. It's called Questfield. It's called Safeco. It's called Key Arena. It's not called CenturyLink or T-Mobile or Climate Pledge. Okay, no. Key Arena, Safeco, Questfield. Thank you. So... Um, we're going to hopefully go to that as a group. If not, we'll probably go to a different baseball game. The tickets aren't that expensive. Right now, they're playing the Yankees. Um, and I went to dinner at my favorite bar, which okay, favorite bar. Love it, mainly because the bartender, her name's Kate. I'm in love with her. The food is shit. I need to not eat there. <laughs> it's and I feel so bad because they're all so nice there. Well, most everybody I've interacted with has been just so sweet to me and nice to me. Um, but the food is just not good. So I need to, I need to maybe bring some snacks or something. I don't know. The food is just not good and God bless them. I'm sorry. But, um, so me and Tay went out to, I needed to like get out of my head, um, And I'm fucking, I'm trying, I'm like really, really trying to get out of my head and I just like can't seem to do it. Um, But one thing that always makes me feel better is like getting pretty and doing my makeup and, um, you know, a lot of people have like a lot of very strong opinions about people who wear a lot of makeup and um, or people that just wear makeup in general. And it's like, first, fuck off. Second, I just, I, I feel like I have to defend myself right now. I like to wear a lot of makeup. I like the way it looks. I like the way it makes me feel. I like looking done up. I like looking glam. It's happiness for me. and I don't understand why like it triggers people. because um, I can't tell you how many times in my life I've gotten people being like, I can never I can never do all of that. I just don't have the time. I'm like, okay. I'm busy too and I this is like what I choose to do you choose to like focus your time on something else like ugh. anyway so I did just a cute little um, makeup look very simple I put the lashes on and I immediately was like oh she's back she's back she's got the lashes on I bought these new lashes very cute from Ulta I'm loving them they they look really good um and so this bar is very dead on Tuesday this county is dead pretty much every day of the week except like Friday through Sunday um and so we were at the bar hanging out talking and then um of course I went to the bar next door which is my favorite dive and Tay said she's (laughs) the the bar is called The Drift and she's like The Drift is like your um your dessert I just love that bar so much it's because like it's a little more lively it's a little more like um like the the outcasts of society hang out at a place like that and like I really fit in with those people um mainly because like I'm the shining star in those situations uh tonight I was not the shining star um too much because I just was like feeling really apathetic but um it was really nice that Tay came out and she's just a really good friend um and so now I'm home and I wasn't going to record an episode, but I figured maybe get out all my issues and talk about celebrities and gossip. And that would make me feel a little bit better um, because there's nothing more that I love than other people's mess uh, and talking about myself. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, oh, my God. And then uh, I totally forgot of the most important thing that has transpired is um my uh best friend she h um had her baby shower and i'm gonna try not to cry um it was nope i'm gonna cry it was beautiful um it was amazing uh i had to drive so fucking far for it Um, but it was at her um, brother-in-law's house and her sister-in-law like Hosted the whole thing. Put it all together for her. And the family that she's part of is just... It's so good. They're so good. Um, everything I ever wanted for her. And she has it. And she's just... They're all so nice and kind and funny and lively. And she looks absolutely radiant. And... um her soon-to-be husband is just a really good man with just a very very good heart and um I'm just so happy for her and she just I like I just kept looking around smiling I was just like there's so much love in this group and they just it was amazing um And, uh, I wanted her to cry with my gift and I kept telling her, I was like, you're going to cry. You're going to cry. I want you to cry. And she's like, stop. Like, (laughs) I feel like you're going to be let down if I don't. She teared up. She gave me three tears. So, um, that made me happy. (laughs) She cried because I really, I really was so excited to give her her gifts. And, um, I just, I love, I know you're listening because you listen to every episode and I just love you so much. You're just. I'm just so happy for you, and I'm so proud of you and the life that you've created and you fought for. Um, I'm never going to stop gushing about you. So I just love you so much, and I love um, C so much, and I love K and R and baby girl that's coming, and I'm just, I'm so happy for you. Okay, I need to stop crying. Um, let's get into hot topics. Um, I had to pause, collect myself. Um <laughs> i'm a fucking mess man okay god you got me at a time where i am a mess and you know what i'm gonna bear it all for you so uh i'm pretty sure the last time we spoke we talked about um taylor swift and matt healy um and i was like there's some sort of controversy and i didn't really understand it um but basically i do now and the dude's trash so apparently he was on a podcast earlier um this year talking about Ice Spice and, um, saying weird stuff about, like, her ethnicity, calling her a chubby Chinese girl, um, called her an Inuit Spice Girl. I don't fucking know, dude. I was like, what? Why is that even, like, how is this even a topic of conversation? Um, and I do wonder, How much, uh, like, because Taylor and Taylor did a remix of um, Karma and uh, Ice Spice is featured on it. And a lot of people are like, I thought it was fine. Like, a lot of people were just so, like, they were being such haters about it. And they're like, she's an industry plant. And it's like, oh, my God, can't you just be happy that this girl, like, this black woman is getting all of this opportunity like I just I don't know people just are haters and so um there was you know that situation and then uh the really like I mean that's disturbing enough on its own but I guess he was on a podcast or um not on a podcast was it or was it like an interview I can't remember but basically comments resurfaced of him talking about how he was somebody walked in on him jerking off and the porn that he was watching was like really brutal and it was like um like uh, specifically the site was like specifically about degrading women of color and he was talking about how like that's how he gets off um is like women being humiliated uh it was just like really fucked up shit and it was like why are you talking about this and like one and two like Anybody who like Needs that kind of porn to get off Like there there's something Disturbing with them Um because it's just It is like there's something very different Than like BDSM where there's like a lot Of rules and like Consent and safe words and all This stuff and then there's like stuff where it's About like degrading somebody and that's Wildly different Um It was a lot and I guess he's um said some a lot of sexist and racist things throughout the years and it's just like Taylor girl this is <laughs> this is who you want to hitch your wagon to um and I guess apparently he because uh, like they were photographed together years ago and they've been photographed off and on and um he was asked about like a potential relationship with her and he's like I'd feel suffocated if I was with her and that kind of stuff so yeah it's um it's giving Taylor girl run uh and then her shows I still want to (laughs) go I say all that and I still want to go they look so fun. I saw this TikTok today where it was her show in Boston. And this person was like, my Boston accent jumped out. And like she played like her video of her like screaming cruel summer. And it it was. It was the Boston. It, it jumped out. Um, and then uh, another major thing is Beyonce. I'm inching closer and closer to my date of seeing her. And the visuals are freaking sickening. Um, I can't wait. I cannot wait to see Beyonce. I, that's all I got to say about that is I cannot wait. Um, i need to start putting my outfit together. Uh, I'm after the debacle at, um, the baseball game with the heels. I will not be making that same mistake. Um, I will find cute sneakers. I will start breaking them in. I'm thinking something that has like crystals and glitter on them something obnoxious and um i i'm very much looking forward to seeing beyonce and having my life change because it will be a monumental event for me and i will be able to die happily um having known that i went and saw beyonce and then uh the other stuff is lana del rey played uh, a concert in brazil for the f- first time in 3 years um, and they're calling her uh, Latina Del Rey, because why is she got why is she got a Hispanic accent? Um, Somebody care to explain why Elizabeth Grant has um, a Hispanic? She sounds like a Latina. Anybody, anybody care to explain that to me? Because I would really love to understand. Um. Also, Robert De Niro and Al Pacino are expecting babies. Actually, I think Robert De Niro already had like his baby mama already had the baby. I don't know. Aren't these, aren't you like 80? Like, the kid's going to know you for like five years. I just, that's, that just seems wholly like fucking irresponsible, but okay. Um, and then another thing that was just, I could not get over is, um, so there's this podcast called Smartless and it's uh, hosted by Will Arnett, um, Sean Hayes and Jason Bateman. And they have a, um, like, a documentary, uh, like, a short series documentary. I think it's probably, like, five episodes um, that they came out with on HBO. And genuinely, I have not laughed harder at something in a long time. Those three people have chemistry that, like, cannot, like, I don't think is replicated anywhere else. Like, their dynamic works so beautifully Jason Bateman is neurotic okay that that man appears to have an eating disorder but how is it making me laugh I just he it there's like it's so funny they like rib on each other um you know Jason Bateman is very much like the older brother Will is like the middle child and Sean is like the younger one and Sean is just always laughing and having fun and it really just, it's shot in black and white completely. And um, I love watching stuff like that. Uh, I'm sure you've heard that saying that like a like a photo in black and white like captures somebody's soul. And so when something is filmed in black and white, I just feel like it's just, there's like this vulnerability that um, otherwise wouldn't be there. It's I highly recommend it. As soon as I'm done recording this shit, I'm going to go watch another episode cuz it just it's something I'll like I'm a rewatcher. Um and one of my favorite documentaries to rewatch is The Defiant Ones. Um it's the um, Jimmy Iovine, Dr. Dre documentary on HBO. I've rewatched that shit so many times. This is going to be put into the documentary rewatch where I will watch it so much that it will be annoying and my husband will be like we're watching this again (laughs) um it's really really good I really really enjoy it and I think that if you want something that just feels good to watch that's the thing to watch and then um Kanye West I guess um I, I think I forgot to talk about this like he got married again but uh I don't know if they're married. I feel like they probably just had like a commitment ceremony. Um, Somebody said that she looked like Pete Davidson. And so now he has her walking around with a scarf over her face. Um, I thought that was not very nice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Euphoria apparently is not going to be out until 2025. And that shit pisses me the fuck off. It's like, are we going to care? Are we going to care? um I probably will I probably will I probably will care um but fuck man come on and then um I can't believe I didn't talk about this at first rest in peace Tina Turner oh my god that was that was tough we went oh I totally forgot so um Tay has this friend name. Uh, I'm not going to give their names because I don't know if they're private. Um, but she has this best friend and um, her best friend's husband is going through um, a health thing right now. And uh, he was supposed to play a show. Very confused still why it was canceled. <laughs> um, something about a tour bus and people not moving. But it was like it was canceled. But we went to Seattle to go watch them. And... Um, they ended up leaving because it was canceled. So we're like, I guess we'll just get dinner. And we went to Din-, Din Tai Fung and I haven't been there in years. And oh my God, it's better than I remember. And I was adventurous with the tasting of the food. Um, she got a cucumber salad, which I knew I wasn't going to like because cucumbers. <sighs> I can't cucumbers. I can't, I just, I cannot, I c- you know, like when people remember, I, I feel like they probably still do it, but I remember like 10 years ago, people were obsessed with like infused water and they would put like fruit and stuff and like infuse the water with like apples and cinnamon and then like cucumbers and shit. And I just, oh my God, cute, like just the smell of a cucumber, just like, ugh, I can't take it. I can't take it. But I decided to be brave. I tried it, it was nasty. And then she got, um, uh, kimchi, kimchi and pork, I think, um, dumplings tried that disgusting, but I tried it. Um, if you like that stuff, you're going to love it. Cause I could see how, if you like those flavors, it would be amazing. I'm just annoyingly picky. And then, um, I got a noodle situation, which at first I really liked and and then as i was eating it i was like i don't like it anymore (laughs) but that's me just being picky because it was all the food is immaculate there and then i got um the thing that i fell in love with is uh chicken dumplings oh my god it makes me horny just talking about it it was so fucking good so good um i might make a trip out to seattle to go get some dumplings um, for my mental health because it they oh god oh my god it was so good it was so good and then I was like I want something sweet <laughs> and Tay is such a trooper I got it I I need to work on being bossy I'm I'm a little too bossy for her and I need to really work on that I'm a little too bossy in general Um, like, like I said earlier, like I'm a brat and I'm, I'm well aware that I'm a brat, but I'm really bossy and, um, you know, not everybody's my husband and can take the bossiness. But I was like, I want something to me and, um, like trying to find places. And then I found something down the street and she was a trooper and walked with me down there and it was at, um, Fourth and Pine, which is almost to, or Fourth and Pike, which is almost to 3rd and Pike. And if you know anything about Seattle. You don't go to 3rd and Pike. Okay. I If you're somebody who ever has never been to Seattle. um, I need you to listen to me. I'm not one of those people that is like terrified of Seattle. Like people act like you're going to like. Somebody's going to inject you with heroin. Like as you're walking people act insane about Seattle. It's really, it's a big city. It's like any other big city. You're going to get cat called and you're going to see people doing crack. Okay. It is what it is, but I, I've walked around Seattle by myself at night and I felt perfectly fine. So, um, just chill the fuck out. However, I say all that third and Pike is somewhere you don't go. And that's it. There's a McDonald's right there. You don't fuck around with that McDonald's. Um you shouldn't it, my entire life. My mom's entire life. My mom's born and raised Seattleite, Seattleite. She's born in 1963. She even like her entire life. Don't go to Third and Pike. You just don't fuck around with Third and Pike. It's just like not a place you need to be at. It's not um my sister-in-law when she came and visited uh, I told her Seattle's fine okay like you're you're gonna be fine just don't go to third and pike that's all I asked don't go third and pike especially at night what's this heifer do she puts in a mobile order to pick up McDonald's at the third and pike one I was like I told you that was the one thing I told you not to do um it's just not the place to be it's not it's not the place to be and um you know I, I would walk through it. I would be fine. But, um, you know, I would not willingly walk through it. If I stumbled upon, I would be fine. It's just like, don't fuck with it. Okay. Um, and so we were at 4th and Pike and we went to this, uh, restaurant called Bourbon Steak. Um, first of all, the ambiance, beautiful, scrumptious. It was like the sexy lighting. So I felt beautiful. Um, I was like sweaty, uh because that's what I do (laughs) and I was like do I look sweaty and she's like no you look glowy and I was like perfect um and then the drinks immaculate expensive but oh my god so good the one that Tay got I can't wait to go back and try it I got some pretty situation with like my like cup was like a rose and then she got beignets with um uh, I don't think it came with the creme brulee. They just like gave it to her. I don't fuck with the creme brulee. Um, but the beignets were, they were pretty good. I got like this deconstructed s'more situation. But it was like, it was a showy dessert. Like it came out and it, it had like the liquid, or the like um dry ice situation but it smelt like a campfire and so like they took it off and it like the smoke like billowed oh my god it was so I wish it was half the size it was because it was very rich and I could only eat half of it but oh my god and there was like a little bit of ice cream there was like a toasted marshmallow oh my god it was so good it was so good um why am I talking about that (laughs) why am i talking about this this is supposed to be hot topics and i'm launching into our seattle i don't even know where the thread of that was i don't even know what i was talking about and why i got so passionate about seattle and fucking dim typhoon. oh my god i want it so bad uh why do i have to live where i live this is why i need to live in the city uh, okay So that let's, let's get back on track. I know why I was talking about it because Tina Turner died. And when we were driving back home, we listened to some Tina Turner and I got like a little weepy. And the thing with Tina is like, she obviously was such an incredible trailblazer. Like her music is just, um, timeless and just so much a part of the like American tapestry. Uh, but also she was so incredibly huge in Europe like she was huge in Europe. She was beloved in Europe. Um, and she was just overall a very beloved person. I saw a funny TikTok where this person came in. Um, it was like some sort of like family business, like roofing or plumbing or something like that. And the person filming the TikTok is like points it at his dad, and his dad's on the phone and he's like, um, Tina Turner died. And his dad, like, his face is like, what? And he's talking to whoever he's talking to on the phone. He's like, I gotta go. My son just called and told me Tina Turner died. And I love her so much. And like he's talking to like a customer. And the customer clearly says like, I don't know who Tina Turner is. And he's like, respectfully, what the fuck is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Like he just is like, I I can't even. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> it like hangs up on the dude. It was, it was really, I, I hope she's looked down and saw that and thought it was hilarious because it was just like it was great but you know she was incredible she is incredible like she's somebody who will live on forever um and her talent is like immeasurable but what I couldn't help to think about because people do reduce so much of her legacy to her ex-husband and Um, you know, he was instrumental in her earlier career and stuff, but like, she's so much more than Ike Turner. But I would like to frame her struggles with Ike, and maybe a different light. And it's the fact that her contribution to music is, is undeniable. But I think that her contribution to changing society when it comes to abuse and spousal abuse is there's there's no words to describe it because I think that um, what she went through really opened people's eyes to people can be abused by their spouse and they and that is abuse um, because it wasn't that long ago that like husband being the fuck out of his wife like that was just like oh that's their issue like it wasn't it wasn't an event it wasn't classified as abuse and what she went through really changed um a lot of people's like mindset or you know planted the seed uh and I think that it obviously should have never happened but I wonder if she looked back and was like that I was used for something all of that hell she went through wasn't for nothing um and then she's just a kick-ass lady and like she's just incredible and just good and I remember um when I was like probably in like third or fourth grade my stepmom had a whole bunch of records which I wish I would have appreciated vinyl um But she had a Tina Turner record and like I would go I never listened to the records but I would like go through them and the pictures and stuff and I remember like looking at it and then like I wonder how old she is and I googled it and at this point she was like in her you know early 70s and I was just like I could not wrap my mind around the fact that Tina Turner was in her 70s and looked the way she did like she was just she just radiated power and like just femininity and womanhood and and strength and just so much about her is just so admirable and uh, you know I feel if somebody passes away before the age of 90 I'm like too soon it was they need everybody needs to live to at least 90 for in my eyes like I'm just she still had a little bit more but um you know if she was suffering I'm, I'm glad that she's not suffering anymore and Man, we lost, we lost an angel and, uh, but you know what? Rest in paradise. It's, I know that, um, I saw this, this thing that my father-in-law posted and it was like a little comic and it was Tina coming to heaven and like an angel saying to her, like, Miss Tina, you were right. Love has everything to do with it. And I was like, oh, oh. Ah it's just oh my god it was just beautiful it was beautiful um so yeah that that happened not great but you know what are you gonna do um and then uh the um Megan the Stallion apparently her and uh party broke up um and she's dating some guy I don't know who he is uh, but they were photographed at a wedding over the weekend. And she was looking scrumdilly Because when is she not? When is she not looking beautiful? And um, yeah, I I don't know who he is. Should I? Uh, Romelu Lukaku. Romelu could, uh, I'm sorry if I butchered that. Um, but she's doing really good. And oh, he's a footballer. Soccer not American football. Soccer. Oh, Succession. Um, That happened. Uh, I'm still on season two. I have to wait for my other half to get home so I can finish it. But I kind of know what happened because everybody's talking about it. However, I don't care. I'll still watch it. Um, There was a blind item that Jeremy Strong, um, aka uh, Kendall Roy, aka Baby Girl. Have you guys seen that on TikTok? How like Um, like calling men like baby girl and how, uh, like what it means. So if you don't know what it means, basically, it's like a guy who like, um, not like a, not like a guy, not like a bad boy guy that you want to fix. It's like a guy who like, is like incapable of really like taking care of himself properly and like Kendall Roy, Um, and you just want to like nurture them and take care of them. And so you call them baby girl and Kendall Roy is baby girl. Jeremy Strong's baby girl too. But, um, apparently, uh, the blind item suggests that, um, he was sleeping with producers (laughs) of the show. And I'm like, does he need to do that? I don't know if I believe that. Um, but that's. That's, uh, that's apparently what was going on is that he was sleeping with, with the producers and that's how he got the gig and maintained the gig. I don't know. I just, I, I don't know if I believe that. I feel like his, his talent like speaks enough for itself, but you know, maybe, possibly, but isn't he like famously like so devoted to his wife? You can't really trust that. You can't really trust like wife guys. Um, because like, you know, somebody who like has to like put it in your face, how great of a spouse they are, like typically they're a piece of shit. So we will see. Um, and then, uh, Barbie movie coming out, can't wait, cannot wait. Um, there's like, I keep seeing discourse about people talking about like, oh, I need to watch. Like, how am I going to watch Barbie and then, like, some other movie called, like, Um Oppenheimer or something like that? And I'm like, really? There's, like, this is, like, a tough choice to make? Maybe I don't know anything. <laughs> I guess Christopher Nolan is directing it. I don't know. There's something about Christopher Nolan that I don't quite trust, you know? A lot of those male directors, Quentin Tarantino, he's one of those that I'm just, like, I don't know. I don't know about you. I don't know if, um, if I, if I'd want to be in a room with you. Uh, that's, that's, (laughs) I'm just kind of scared of him. He just scares me. Uh, and then, um, the idol, which I will be watching, unfortunately, (laughs) with, um, with the weekend and then Lily Rose Depp, uh, I think it's coming out this week or maybe it just came out. But people are shitting on it, and the weekend is kind of cringing me out, y'all. Like he said something about how like he went to perform and he couldn't perform because he was he had too much of whatever in the idol, whatever his character's name is. I don't know what it is. We'll just say Alvin. He's like, I couldn't perform because I was still like, I was still connected to Alvin. I was too connected to Alvin. And it was like, oh, God, can you fuck off with that? Like, stop being weird. <laughs> like, stop it. Like, get a fucking crypt dude. <laughs> and then people were being mean to poor, um, Bella, how the hell you doing, loca? freaking Jacob Black aka Taylor Lautner people were bullying him on TikTok and I did not like that that made me very upset because there he's like an unproblematic king like he's not doing anything at all um and he he made a funny TikTok where um because Taylor's gonna be releasing uh re-releasing what fucking album is it The one that has Dear John on it. I can't remember. Um, I can't remember what album that is. But it, it has like the John Muir songs on it. And there's a song about him. And the song about Taylor Lautner is like more like, I'm sorry, like you were a sweet boy and i was not good um but then like obviously the the dear john stuff is seething because it's fucking john Mayer who um is terrible uh and he made a funny tiktok like um you know i'm i'm let's pray for john Mayer, and people g- blew up his fucking comment saying he aged bad he was disgusting Um, and he's like ugly and I'm just like, what, where, where I do agree with, I want to see his, (laughs) I want to see his family tree because he's not, he's white. His parents are like white, but he like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I need to see the ancestry.com results um because it is confusing and then i also saw that chris brown um f- will face arrest if he returns to the uk over alleged assault which is about the most unsurprising thing that i've ever read and i hope he goes to the uk and i hope he gets thrown into the slammer and listen i'm somebody who is all for prison reform and um i am not somebody who is like believes in capital punishment and all that stuff him however I want him thrown into the pits of hell Um, and I want him to stay there forever and I want him to fuck off. Um, And then this is not celebrity gossip, but this is gossip that I must talk about. So about a year ago, I, because who I am, I love gossip. I love the tea, honey. Um, About a year ago, There was a thing that went viral on TikTok. Um, It's called Swing Talk. And I think it's probably gone viral a couple times. But this was a specific group within Swing Talk. And Swing Talk is swingers. Um, You know, like people who like swap partners, that kind of thing. (sighs) Okay, I got to gear up to explain this. And I'm going to try to keep it short and sweet. I don't know if I'm going to be successful so my apologies. Um, There's four characters. There's Christy, Matt, Mark, and Misty. Yes, Christy and Misty. Earlier, I was making a TikTok and I put two and two together of Christy and Misty. And I was like, how did it take me over a year to Christy, Misty? Come on. So Christy was married to Mark. Matt was married to Misty. Christy and Mark, like a year ago, or Christy and Matt, like, a year ago, they all went to Vegas for some swing situation. And Christy and Matt, like, fell in love with each other and, like, crossed some boundaries, it sounds like, and they were going to, like, run away together. Um, and it was, like, just this huge drama. And then, um, essentially, they sw- they swapped, like, partners, like, swapped in terms of like now they were with the other partner and like Matt moved into Christy's house and Mark moved into Misty's house and then the subsequent months that followed were so much drama that like it would take me about three hours of powerpoints to go through it all with you and honestly I can't even remember all of it I know there's stuff about a dog and peanut butter um, there, and you know what I'm talking about. Um, there was OnlyFans, there was private Snapchats, uh, that were being sold. Um, there was, uh, uh, lots of alleged drug use, um, giving drugs to their underage kids, uh, alleged abuse, there's protection orders. Um, Misty would, like, get on the IG live, or the TikTok lives, get Misty, she would, like, ball her eyes out people were like i mean they would get thousands and thousands of people in these lives um and there was one live where like matt came over to misty's house and like freaked out and like threw the phone it was like a whole thing um and and I like, I, I was like, holy crap. And I got like way too obsessed with it. I would like talk my husband's ear off about it. And he's like, why do you care? And I'm like, why do I care about any of this shit? Okay, it's who I am. It's my fucking interest. Um, but there came a point where I was like, I got to fucking clock out of this circus because it's just like, it's just like these people are insane. And like at this point, like I'm contributing to their madness by giving them views. And the, just something about it like felt very unethical. <laughs> And then it like chilled out and um, I was like, okay, I was part of the like two Facebook groups, Reddit page, Telegram. I downloaded Telegram. How to get the fuck out of there because the people on Telegram, I don't know if it's Telegram as a whole, but like this particular niche drama, they're psychotic. Like they're unwell people. Like they're obsessive and like would dox the fuck out of these people and, um, post pictures of like their kids and <sighs> Christina. Wait, it's not Christy. It's Christina. Why did I say Christy? That's why I didn't put Christy and Misty together. It's Christina. It's because they call her crusty. The fucking trolls call her crusty. It's Christina. Jesus Christ. See, it's just like, I'm like tweaking, talking about it. Christina um she she and Mark before they were even swingers had some sort of domestic violence incident and um they they somebody Christy or Christina was pushed to the ground and like cracked her head open and it it was pretty brutal and these people in the telegram groups like got a hold of the police report the pictures and like circulated it all over the internet and it was just like I was like I'm I'm good I'm good with this I like I'm not participating anymore um and so I left the Facebook groups I fucking got the fuck out of that telegram group as quick as I got into it um and I was still uh, like following the the Reddit snark page, but it wasn't really ever showing anything to me. Um, and then the last thing I remember is that they were all officially divorced from each other. And um, Christina and Matt were together living in some cabin that he had in the woods. And she was like going to estate sales and buying like, vintage dishware and like selling it for like a lot of money or something i don't know and i was like okay well i guess that's that and so i just like completely was like i'm good i don't need to pay attention to this and i just didn't i never went to the page and nothing ever popped up for me um my tiktok would like show me them going live and their um like new TikTok accounts and I just wouldn't engage. I was like, I need to get this out of my algorithm. Like I don't care anymore. And then I was minding my own business scrolling and um, the Reddit algorithm decided to show me. uh, I don't, if you're not on Reddit, sometimes like things that are trending a lot, it will show up as a notification. I'll be like, this thing is getting a lot of action. And so it showed up as a notification for me. So I click on it. I'm like, what's going on? Freaking Christina was arrested over the weekend. And, um, it is insane. It is truly insane, uh, what the groups are doing. They, um, they, there's people who have set up, notifications for when she's going to be bailed out like when her hearings are i'm like it's giving a lot that you're doing that um they recorded her uh hearing today um they already have her mugshot and they like made it like their profile pictures it um it's like insane. It's it's really and honestly, again, I feel like it's like I'm contributing by like engaging in this stuff. I don't know. I have I'm having like an ethical dilemma over it. But um apparently she went to so she like was living at Matt's house as of like a month ago and then she moved to Florida. And she came back up for an EDM festival and there's like, she was on TikTok live, I guess at some storage unit, like honestly going crazy. Like it, it the, the lie, the recordings of these lives were, it was somebody who was not okay. It was somebody who was like in a very manic state. Um, and apparently she went to Matt's house and, um, She ended up getting arrested and charged with breaking and entering, uh, and then um, attempted arson. (laughs) Attempted arson. Um, And uh, the things that I'm seeing online is that her bail was at twenty grand, but somebody bailed her out. I don't fucking know, bro. Uh, It that fucking tripped me the fuck out. I was like, what and. These people are all kind of trash people. Like there's no sides to be taken. Um Matt is there's a long laundry list of like who he is and what he's done and he's just not a great guy. And then um Mark, I mean those pictures of Christina and her her like face is like covered in blood. It's just it's deeply disturbing. And then Misty, who most people like Misty, but you kind of, you're like, you have a victim complex and you need to, um, like you're, you're like instigating shit. Um, and you need to stop doing that. But Christina is like the most volatile out of this group. And at first it was just fun, stupid swinger drama. And then it just like, it turned into something completely different, But this is probably controversial to say, um, and I made a TikTok saying it too, and I feel for Christina. I feel that she is wrapped up in a toxic situation, and um, it does not seem to be slowing down, and she's like addicted to it. And it's like, she's just continuously blowing up her life. And somebody put a side by side picture because she kind of went like before her the KM3 thing started. She was really into the swinger lifestyle her and Mark were. And so they had like tons of articles written about them. And they had like news, like news people come to their house and like film these clips. And like, these clips are from like a year and a half ago and they like did side by side of her a year and a half ago to her now and she's just it's like night and day like she just does not look okay um she's mentally obviously not okay and I just I hope this doesn't end in tragedy I hope that she gets help um and I hope that she like fucking quits Matt and it's just it's a crazy story and so if you have if you were looking for something to dive your teeth in to like understand the whole lore of it all um because it's truly like just the most obnoxious drama but it's like turning into like something very real and scary um there is a uh youtuber um they also have a uh facebook page called um Uh, melanin Monroe. And they I mean, they have all the lives of these people. And like you could get lost for a good week and a half trying to learn all this shit. Um, It's I can't believe I spent this much time talking about it. But it is like insane. It's truly insane. And I'm like, there's people that live like this. Like it's it's crazy, but I just feel like I want to put in the universe, um, that I hope Christina gets help. And I hope that this is the wake up call she needed. And, um, yeah, it's, um, it's terrifying. So let's end on something happier. So Miss Britt Britt, um, her and Lynn Spears, Brittany's mom, uh, apparently they reunited, um, over the weekend. Uh, they'd been texting talking on the phone and uh Lynn flew up from Louisiana to LA and I guess um what's come out is that they like spent time with each other for like a half hour or something um and that makes me really happy because uh, I hope that um I just want Brittany to be okay and there's a lot of s- a lot of conspiracy theories are just so fucking harmful, like saying that like Britney's dead and like the videos we're seeing, like they're not Britney. And again, I'd like to emphasize this is a deeply traumatized woman who um, probably does have a mental illness and it's been exasperated by just the immense amount of trauma that she's been through. But if she's talking to her mom, um, I'm really hopeful that like that's really positive for her and I just want I just want Brittany happy I just love her so much and she's just so important to me and she's so important to so many of us and I just continuously root for her so I thought that was really special that she was reunited with her mom and spent some time with her mom because everybody needs their mommy um But yeah, so uh, (laughs) it has just been, you guys, it has just been great getting on here, chatting and yapping and doing my thing. Oh my God. Wait, hold on. Hold the fuck on. I almost didn't talk about Scandoval. What is wrong with me? Oh my God. Okay, so Tom Sandoval, Raquel. Um, Levis and Ariana Maddox. Uh, there was the reunion, the VPR reunion. Oh, sorry, I just yawned. <laughs> um, there was the VPR reunion, and I, I watched it with my mom. We watched the. Um, it honestly, it, there was nothing new. If you're super following the story like i have there was really nothing new in it um i do still think it's worth it mainly because lala and um james kennedy dj james kennedy I'm a fucking rock star i'm a rock star <laughs> that's from sexy unique podcast whenever they talk about james kennedy they they like the fucking rock star and i say it now too and you know cuz I can't have a personality of my own. Um <clears throat> but Lala and James they just they would not take their foot off of Tom Sandoval's neck. They just would not. It was it was riveting TV. It was pretty good. Um I would say the episode before where like the Sandoval episode which was like filmed 2 days after the story broke that was some of the most compelling and interesting and incredible television that you'll ever see. Uh the reunion was pretty good. Um it just like there was nothing new but seeing their their processing of everything was interesting. Um Ariana's like anger. Uh I think that that is something important. Um I uh, especially for women, I think too often we don't, um, we're conditioned not to be angry and we're conditioned to, um, like make peace and rectify things and move forward and, uh, um, repair things that we didn't even cause, but we're responsible for fixing it. And Ariana is so angry, rightfully so. She's so angry and I do hope that there was a woman that watched that and saw her anger and maybe it, it snapped something in her that you're allowed to be angry. You're allowed to f- to f- mm-hmm. fucking rage the fuck out, especially with something like that. Um, but Ariana is going to be okay. Like, it, she's getting opportunity off her opportunity. Like... <laughs> speaking of sexy unique podcasts I was listening to their podcast and they were like (laughs) they said Ariana is more (laughs) they said Ariana is more popular than Brad Pitt right now and honestly yeah I've seen so many TikToks where people like their dads who know nothing about anything to do with Bravo they're like do you know anything about this show, Vanderpump Rules, and some guy cheating on some girl and like they're sitting and watching the reunion. It's really just like a media, um, just a, a juicy media story. And I do think some people are taking it to a point that is just like they're acting like tom killed somebody and it's like jesus fucking christ he cheated on his girlfriend yeah it's really fucked up it's incredibly fucked up it's a it's a huge betrayal but like they're like calling for him to be fired they're they're like he's a predator i'm like what the fuck like he just like stop 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 it calm down um he's just a piece of shit boyfriend like get a goddamn grip on yourself but um he is a piece of shit that's really hot and i i hate myself for thinking that oh he's so it's listen the combo i like this is the combo i like um white guy with a mustache (laughs) weak man I'm weak for a white man with a mustache okay I can't help it I don't know what it is I'm, I'm trying to trace it back I'm trying to think about my childhood who imprinted on me that was a white man with a mustache I just can't get enough of a white guy with a mustache my husband he better have a goddamn mustache when he comes home he made the fatal mistake fatal mistake of trying to trim up his mustache um, a few months ago and like he fucked it up and had to shave it all off. I was disturbed. I was like, I don't even like you anymore. Get out of my house. Who is this? I, he needs a mustache. He's a, the, listen, if you got thin lips as a man, you need a mustache. Okay. Sorry. I don't make the rules. That's just, that's just the fucking skinning of it. White guy with mustache. Oh my God. Tonight when Tay and I were at the bar and we were watching the baseball game. I mean, I, did not know what was going on again. I was just like, who's that? Like that ass. That guy's gorgeous. Um, the pitcher, um, which do you ever feel bad for the pitcher? I feel really bad for them. I feel like because I got a shoulder that likes to act up. And um, it like repetitive stuff really hurts it. And I got to like make sure I'm stretching everything. And I'm watching them throw that ball. And I'm like, oh my God, I know their fucking shoulder is going to be fucked. It's gonna be completely fucked. Like, oh god, I felt so bad. But he (laughs) was—we were like, "Who's that?" And he had like kind of '80s hair and that like white guys that kind of look '80s. Oh, you know that you know that picture of um, Leo DiCaprio from Wolf of Wall Street where he's like biting his fist. I do that often, and that is what I'm thinking of when I'm thinking about this man. But. Tay was like does he just have a mustache because his head kind of looks like a triangle and it truly it white guy with a mustache it does a lot for you oh my god hold on favorite combo white guy with a mustache beanie on tapered jeans and vans oh my god that that is my kryptonite oh fucking these white guys okay I gotta get going, okay? I gotta, I gotta go wash my face. I gotta go meditate. I need to put my crystals on my forehead and talk with God, talk with the cosmos and like just try to get my shit together. I I need to do it. I need to do it. Um, but I do feel better (laughs) after yapping in this microphone. I do. God damn it. I knew I would feel better. I knew I getting to talk about the shit I want to talk about alone into this microphone for your beautiful ears to listen to. I knew I'd feel better. I knew I'd feel better. Well, I love you for listening. Thank you so much. Um, it's, it's just, it's great. I feel so fucking blessed that, um, that people give a fuck about what I'm saying. And uh, I hope you enjoyed it while you were um, doing your makeup, drinking your coffee, driving to work. I love you so much. And you know what? God bless America. God bless the white men with the mustaches. God bless my friends. God bless me and my mental illness. Because girl, we are going to make it through. We're going to be fine. All right. ¡Bye!